Greetings, greetings, and welcome to Jan the Goddess Podcast. I created this platform to share my experiences as a woman, a fitness trainer, a mother, college student, and so much more. This channel will be used for others to become better and to make those life changes that will benefit their quality of life. I want people to feel better and take control of their lives in a positive way so they can take care of themselves in order to take care of others. So with that, I'm here to give back because of my life experiences and because of the people that crossed my path to help me become a better person. Some of the topics on my podcast will be ranging from spirituality, health and wellness, relationships, personal and professional development, parenting, physical fitness, and more. You can also find my channel on podcasts such as Pocket Cast. You have Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I'm on Spotify and Radio Public and others. So share this with those that can also benefit from some words of wisdom and also to inspire them to action. And I want to thank you all for tuning in and witnessing with your ears and your heart. Now, when it comes to my personal platforms, I am on Instagram as Jan Body Transformation with the number four in middle of trance and in mation. So transformation. I also have Mind and Matter Warrior Fitness on Instagram and Facebook. And that's pretty much covers a lot of my physical fitness things. And so today's episode, I needed to grab my brother Terrell Junius. And the reason why I wanted to talk to him today is because he has this foundation and this organization that helps out his community and his youth. And so with that, I knew that this is something that is very, very important. And go ahead and tune in. And I, um, today, I want to say it straight, simple, and with a smile. So let's go ahead and dive into this episode. Welcome, brother. What's going on? What's up? Hey, I want to thank you so much for um, joining me today on this podcast to um, talk about your organization and your mission and talk about the importance of how we can give back to our youth and how we can make that impact in our community. So right now, everyone I have with me today is my brother Terrell Junius, a.k.a. Mr. Presidential himself. So I just want to ask you a few questions when it comes to your mission, the organization. And as I stated, this is talking about uh, giving back to our youth and your role within your community. So we're going to start off because we got our listeners here and just tell us pretty much, tell us as your listeners who you are and what you do. Okay. um, You know, she already stated my name, Terrell Junius. Grew up small town man in South Carolina, out in the country. Um, single parent, my mom was a single parent, three brothers, one sister. Um, and, you know, t- times were hard moving from home to home, but, you know, she, she made a way. Um, I was one of the first kids in my family to um, break the generational curse, I say. Uh, first one to graduate high school, um, attend college, and then, you know, join the Army. Um, I've been in the Army serving now for 11 years, and 
it's been a blessing. You know, God has really blessed me to do a lot of things, do a lot of things for myself and for my family. And, you know, it's been an honor. Um, I started a nonprofit organization and it's been it's been doing pretty well. So, you know, I'm blessed. I'm grateful. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing that, you know, and just listening to you um, and just thinking about others in our society now that are now adults, you know, that's been through a lot of things in life from adolescence. So I can resonate with that too, growing up, even with me, you know, um, I grew up with my mom and everything and I had two other siblings and my dad had another child too. So of course I had three total, but my mom was the same way, you know, single parent, uh, started having children very young, 16 years old. By 19, my mom had three kids. And, you know, growing up, like for us, I grew up in the hood and projects and moving place to place. And um, after a while, end up in, you know, foster care and, and shelters and, you know, living from home to home. But, you yeah. know, I, I've always saw my mama do the best that she could. And she was a strong woman. Um, she just had lived her life based off the experiences and the knowledge that she was given. And so, I can resonate with that as far as like seeing you come from that type of background and hearing about that and becoming a man of society and actually giving back to the community. And that's why I'm so honored to have you on this platform because I feel that I'm the same way as well and how that align with one another. And so with your organization, my next question is, what made you create the organization? Um, so I think... I think I was, it was placed on me for for a while now. Like I said, coming from a single parent household, um, my mom she had a she got a big heart. You know, she she opened her doors to anybody. She welcomed anyone. Um, I just used to pay attention to her and watch how she just uh, she was just so inviting to everyone. She never passed judgment on anybody. And she always cared. You know, one of the things she always told me um, that I carry with me today, she always said, you don't always got to put a price tag on something that you give someone. And, you know, that was that was just big to me. So um, it just made me wanted to do something more. Um, and I wanted to make an impact. I feel like I wanted to serve my purpose, um, not for fame, not for money. It was just, you know, just to serve my purpose, and, and I decided to start the nonprofit organization. Um, basically, it was really um, based on on her, based on her loving heart. And I started it, and I wanted to give back to the community, wanted to give back to the homeless, um, show my love, and just help those. Just try to empower those that um, that need a sense of hope, need a sense of direction, you know, just need a listening ear. Um, I was out in Fayetteville and I was talking to one of the guys that was um, out there. And, you know, it just amazed me how a lot of them, they, they really don't want much. They just want someone to listen to them, want someone to be there. And um, that that's that what made me just, you know, I felt happy. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like this this is my purpose. This is something I need to do. If I can touch, you know, one life at a time or just, you know, give someone a sense of direction, a sense of hope or, or some strength and, you know, to go another day and not give up. 
like that's what I wanted to do so that that led me to um creating a non-profit organization it was actually December December New Year's this uh Christmas Eve I was sitting in the house and I would say uh God spoke to me he was like you know go downtown Fayetteville and I just got in the car and I rolled down and I went out there and I paid attention to all the homeless people that were just out there sitting around. And I came back and I told my mom, I was like, uh, we need to make some sandwiches. And she she was on board with it. She asked me why. Um, I told her and, you know, without hesitation, you know, she we made some sandwiches and made some Christmas bags and, and we went out there. We set up and you know the people they, they were grateful man so and it was it was very touching because it was a lot of you know a lot of our people a lot of african-american that were out there you know didn't have a home didn't have didn't know where, where the next meal was coming from and just for us to be out there and just bless them in the way that we did man it was it, it was touching man it, it was great Awesome. Thank you. So it seems like your mom was very influential in your life. Um, someone that cared for you because, you know, you got that loving heart just like her, you know, and that caring heart for others and, and want to see others thrive and, you know, knowing that you can listen to that inner voice, you know what I'm saying? And not a lot of people really pay attention to that inner voice when the most high or whoever that highest sense of power is for that person speaks to them to do certain things. And so you being obedient to that and knowing that, man, okay, I got a life purpose and you went out and did that purpose. And that's something that we need in society. And like you said, people, all they want is somebody to listen to them, you know, and, and they want some sense of hope and that things can actually be on a, a brighter side of than what they're in in a situation. And, you know, someone to be there to give them that strength. And that's one thing I always harp on when it comes to people and their potentials you know what i'm saying and, and growing up from where i grew up from and especially when areas are predominantly african-americans our lifestyle and the upbringings are a lot different and so a lot of people are then lost and you know you're just trying to find your way and a lot of people succumb to the streets you know because they're just looking for a home that's all somebody to, to show them that they care and create those opportunities and give an opportunity to them and so I commend you on actually listening to that voice and actually going down there to ride around to identify these things in which you know you had a purpose to serve so you can open this organization to give back to those individuals and with your mom being on board that just shows you right there there's your team right there and, and so with you doing that mission and and doing all these things and you know you've got your organization going um, and you're starting to get everything off the ground starting what you said New Year's Eve or around Christmas yeah, yeah, Christmas. Oh, yeah around Christmas time when you you know you made those sandwiches you got out there you seen your purpose so but the next question is what has your organization accomplished you know for example like how many people have you helped or you know what communities or you know how have you helped these individuals now yeah um, so I, I don't have a total number um, an accurate number, but I know um, we've been serving in the low country, South Carolina, and in Fayetteville, North Carolina. So I think we've done for the past year, I think we probably have done 
eight um eight events where we went out and fed fed the homeless um down in different spots uh in south carolina um something south carolina charleston south carolina um columbia south carolina and then we served right there in um in fedville fedville north carolina so um those were some of the events that we we've done we've also um just went around and, and gave clothes we, we collected clothes people donated some clothing to us and and out in fairville we went and dropped off some clothes to the homeless just to uh make sure people had you know people had clothes one, one of the events when we went out and fed the homeless one of the things i was talking to a guy and they needed razor blades they needed shaving uh just healthcare products and we made sure that we went back and ensured um they had everything that they needed to have so that was a blessing we donated three five hundred dollar scholarships to um three females one from south carolina one from fayetteville north carolina and one from virginia and these were teenagers who was gearing up to go to college um, take whether it was uh, going full time on the campus or whether it was online, whatever they could use that money for, whether it was to buy books or you know whatever they needed. We, we basically we held a, a um, scholarship like drawing or they they wrote in tell us their goals and we basically presented three three five hundred dollar scholarships to these um teenagers and they, they were they were grateful so um it was it was a blessing that was a blessing this past christmas we donated we held our first annual gala um presidential foundation gala and we donated to croswell um group home it consisted of boys and girls i think a total of 20 20 kids um, between the ages of 8 to 18 and we donated gloves, hats, um, shirts, socks, different things that the president of that, um, that group home told us that they needed. We also donated toys and, and it was a blessing. Um, they, the president was very grateful, you know, to receive those gifts from us and uh, feedback from him um, the kids were very grateful as well for for the toys for the clothes so that's that's some of the things that we did the uh, year 2020 um, just getting out there you know trying to touch the community you know just trying to make an impact and show that you know that we're here presidential foundation is here um, try to talk to the youth um, a lot of times is I try to get together, you know, if I see a young man or, you know, that needs guidance, you know, I try to talk to him or speak with them and just do certain things to try to, you know, uplift them and make them feel, uh, feel like they, there's a sense of hope or they can accomplish everything that they need to accomplish. But yeah, those are some of the things that we really we got out in 2020, and and me and my team. Um, again, I wouldn't, you know, without them, they they were on it. 
you know, they they were on board. They got out there, you know, fed the fed the homeless. You know, they just did did everything. I think um, oh, one event also we was in Manning, South Carolina. We got the the mayor came out and she was she she was blown away at um, exactly what we were doing. I think we we cooked dinner, we cooked dinner, made dinners, and um, it was just like a drive through drive through where people in uh man in South Carolina because this was I think doing like the break of COVID a little bit and they just came through pick up dinners and it was just just a blessing man so those are some of the things that we we tapped into uh last year awesome I really love that actually I'm over here smiling from ear to ear just listening <laughs> listening to these things because we never know the impact that we make when it comes to people. You know, you just never know that, you know, when you talking about you being the one to give these children the opportunity to have some type of funding for school, whether it's for drawing or whatever they're going to utilize that money for. Mm-hmm. We know that it's going to make an impact in their lives. And it's always how we feel about things. People never forget how we made them feel. They will never forget that. And just thinking about those things too, when it comes to education, education is so vital for our people. And so to give back in a way where we are contributing to the education of y'all out there, you and your team is contributing to the education. That's also contributing to the knowledge that 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 female or that male is gonna receive to set them up for their future. And there's an impact there. And just even, you know, the things that y'all are doing and the things that you have done it reaches those individuals and impact their lives in so many ways. Sometimes you never even know, you know, you may have made somebody stay or maybe that person was probably on their last rope or the end of the rope at that time. And you came through, you and your team and did something, just a small gesture. That small gesture can take you a long way with somebody. And you just never know that you probably have changed somebody's life. And all it takes sometimes is for us to check in on our people. So when you see those individuals out there, whether they're male or female, but being able to be a man and see those other men or those other young men that can benefit from your mentorship and your guidance, that's what it's about. You know, giving back and and being able to do those things because you can. You have been afforded the opportunity. You know, the Most High has blessed you with the knowledge and the wisdom so you can go out there and get back and make that change with these individuals and so impacting people on a larger scale than what we see you know although most people may feel that oh it was just dinners they just pulled up and gave them food but hey somebody probably didn't eat that day you know you probably made someone's day just by a meal and even with everything going on right now with this COVID-19 we know a lot of people are going through it and those simple gestures just being a nice human being being a human period a good human goes a long way and giving back to our communities because you never know the impact whether it's one person yeah you're right you never know and so even if you say like you said impacting changing one life one day at a time and if you can reach that one person that gives you right there that hey man I got a purpose in my team and we own it and so I commend you and your team for doing that when it comes to serving your community and helping those children and even those individuals at that time, in their, if they're homeless or whether they're not homeless, that small gesture can go a long way. And when you're given, that means that you're given and you ain't accepting it. You're not, you're not expecting it in return. But because you know what you're doing, the most, is, the most high is always going to continue to bless you. 
what you're doing. It's going to always come back to you tenfold. And so now that we talked about those impacts and pretty much what your organization is doing, my question to you is, you know, when you were coming up, right, just think about your upbringing and everything. What resources, you know, helped you when it came to getting you along your way based on those childhood things and your upbringings? Um, the resource, I, I will say two things. And, and again, I'm going to take this back. Um, I'm going to take this back to the mom, my mom, you know. I know it may sound like, you know, I'm a mama's boy, but I, I really hey, appreciate it. <laughs> I really appreciate you know the things that that she has done for me and the things that she's shown me. But two things that I that I've taken from her that have helped me um, through the course of the years coming up as a young man is uh, her faith, her faith and her patience. And you know, I used to sit and you know watch watch her and listen listen to her. You know, through everything that has happened. You know, um, every negative thing that has happened, every time she has gotten down, you know, every time where, you know, we, we might have gotten evicted out of the house or she didn't have the money to pay this bill or she didn't have, you know, money to pay that bill. She was trying to find a way to make ensure that her, her kids eat. One thing about it, you know, she's always she always had faith. You know, it, there was never a time where, you know, she spoke as if, you know, this couldn't happen or or this is not gonna happen or I'm I'm not gonna be able to do this. It, it was never a time <clears throat> where she where she made that known. And you know, I just used to I just used to watch her and just and her strength. It just showed me you know so much and I, I used to sit back and I used to be like wow how could you know one woman you know encounter so much and go through so many things and you know still still be strong you know what I'm saying and that's that just and she was just patient she was just patient she was always you know everything is gonna work out it's coming everything is gonna be all right those those were her words and you know I really um I really took her that that having faith and just being patient and applied it uh, to my life. Um, <clears throat> I tell you know a lot of times I have I, I talk to people about my my upbringing and they you know they tell me about um, they ask me about certain things and then and I always tell them it's it's two situations that I will always carry in my heart and I will always and it will push me to go further one of the situations I remember it was my it was a very important football game a very important football game my mom fell at work my mom fell at work um I was at the game I was at the game my brother came running across the field during the game running across the field to my coach and he told me uh and he told him hey I needed it I needed to be to the house I didn't know what was going on. Boom, I, I got out of the game, I went home. And, you know, when I walked in the house, my mom was in the house. When I walked in the house, there was uh, putting her on the stretcher. And the words she said, she didn't say, you know, she didn't say, uh, Terrell, you know, I'm going to the hospital or something like that. 
there, there were tears coming out of her eyes and, and her words were, I'm sorry I didn't come to your game because I really wanted to be there for you. And here I am sitting here looking at this woman, you know, in with back pain, they telling her, her her spine is, you know, they think something's wrong with her spine, she's crying, she's in pain, but you're focused on ensuring that, that you make it to my game so that you can support me. And I was like, and I was like, wow. Mm, <laughs> and then, yeah. That, yeah, that really uh, sparked, like, sparked something for me, you know. And then um, the second event was um, we was in Sumter, South Carolina. Um, and I know it was hard for her. It was during the time when she was out of work because of her back injury. And we got evicted. We got evicted. And she, uh, and we moved into my brother's house. My brother had a two bedroom house. Two bedroom house and there's four of us. It's, it's my brother and his wife. And then it's me, my mom, and my little brother and my sister. And all of us are living in one room. One room with a pool table in the middle of it. <laughs> with with everything. And we and we lived there for a year. So and it was just like, you know, my brother, you know, he having parties, he having friends coming over. And there's my mom in this room. But never, never did I see her get down. Never did I did I ever hear her speak negative or have any doubt that things wouldn't work out that we wouldn't be in another house or she wouldn't get us in another house and I was just like you know with me at a young age um you know I was just questioning looking like man how how are we you know living out of this room my mom Duke was like it's gonna be all right like you know we go get a house you know we you know I'm gonna make sure we get a house and as just just paying attention, you know, to her and just seeing her strength and her faith, um, I applied that to my life. To um, just no matter what, no matter what's going on in my life, always have faith, always believe, be patient, and just have that strength to keep going. So, if it's anything that really drives me and keep me going when I wake up in the morning, is it's the you know my faith knowing that you know whatever i set out to accomplish i'm gonna accomplish it it might not come right now but it's gonna come and just just being patient you know i I feel as though you know a lot of times we want things to happen when we want it to happen but you know it's it's your time it's it's time so you know it's gonna happen when it when it's best fit so those are the two things I would say. Uh, just having faith, believing, and, and being patient. Okay. I love how you describe that. And, you know, just thinking about me saying the word resources and, you know, what helped you along the way. And most people would say, oh, you know, the resources I had was like my clothing. You know, I had mentors. I had all this stuff. But you broke it down to the simplest form. Faith and being patient. Those can be your resources that can drive you to a greater, I would say your greater heights in life because you were able to watch your mom never give up. And although times were hard, 
you saw that your mom had faith and you know having her not complain about things and making things work and assuring y'all that hey we gonna get through this we gonna get through this together and being able to watch that as an adolescent that plays a role with you you know and that sticks that that's something that a lot of people can miss out on and so you having that opportunity to have some faith and to have some patience and to get through that and utilize that as a way for you to become the man that you are today speaks volumes and I, I really love how you how you spun that and having that faith because we already know you know faith without works or anything that we do without works is dead right and so of faith course. having faith the size of a mustard seed I never forget that like just a little bit of faith like have a little bit of faith just, a bit of faith. <laughs> just enough to get you through that next phase you know what I'm saying like man I gotta be patient because I watched my mom do this. And so you're better equipped for life. And it shows that you got the resiliency too within you. And so knowing that you had those things to set you up, you watched your mom and you've gotten to where you are as a man right now. And one thing I can really say that I'm proud of, I'm actually proud to be able to call you my brother in arms too. Although you're in the army. You know what I'm saying? Got the Air Force over here. Okay, Airmen. We got my Airmen. I got my battle buddy right here. Uh, but, you know, when you join the service, a lot of people think that, you know, when, they, when we join the service, it was like our last chance in life or something, or we weren't good enough to get in college and all these different things. But we all join for our own reasons. And we, yeah, we got so yeah. many different purposes. And, we, and when you finally turn that leaf you know just thinking about your background playing football you know going to high school being able to go to college and and break those generational curses to now serving in the military but not just serving in the military with your nation but you're also serving your local communities and so with that we know that the youth are still watching that too and so they're always watching you they're constantly watching you so when it comes to you now being that man that you know children look at us as heroes that's all they see and when they see you they're like man I want to be just like him I want to be just like her and not knowing that you know all the struggles we went through to get there and and all the people that you know actually made us better whether they were good or bad people in our life Um, and we learn from them and we learn from those those teachers you know the parents and and your relatives and all that stuff and so that takes me to my next question because again you just never know who's watching you especially when it comes to our youth so what advice would you give our youth that wants to pursue something like you do as far as your career or even someone that may want to pursue an organization like yours um i would i would tell the youth um i would i would definitely tell them to go for it um nobody nobody knows your dream nobody knows your purpose like you do um one of the things I always hear people say is, you know, um, I think I heard heard it was Jay-Z or someone talking, and it was uh, s- speaking on how people will cast their fears upon your yeah. your dreams or the things that you, that you okay. see. So one thing, don't allow people, you know, to cast their doubts and fears on what you believe you can accomplish. If you believe that you, you can accomplish it and you go out and um and accomplish it um i never I, I definitely never knew i would be in the position where i'm at 
Um, but honestly, I knew, like in my head, I knew I was gonna be, um, I, w- I wanted to be successful. I wanted to be a representation. I wanted to be a, be a role model for some young man out there. Um, and I will also tell them that, that you, you will encounter, you will encounter, encounter things, you know, that may make you wanna give up, that may, that may make you wanna quit, but continue to thrive, continue to keep going. Um, it takes me to um, a story. Um, I was, my, my goal was to go to college and play football in the NFL. That, that was my goal. Um, I went to college and um, the football aspect of it, you know, I had to leave for a certain reason. And I had a lot of people that was uh, behind me that was telling me, oh, we'll get you in another school. You will play football, you will play this and that. And, you know, I, I believed in those people and I allowed those people to do certain things for me until they fell off and I didn't see them anymore. You know, I didn't I didn't get phone calls. I didn't hear, you know, didn't get house visits. So, you know, that that had placed me at a crossroad in my life to what what do I do now? And I think that was one of the biggest decisions in my life. And I made up in my mind that, you know, I'm still gonna be successful. You know, I had in my mind I wanted to play football but regardless of what happened, I'm still gonna be successful. So um, whatever you, I would tell young men, women, um, learn from the negative things that you encounter in life. Everything is a lesson. Um, Don't get down about it. One thing about it, when I go through certain things, you know, I smile about it. And I know that it's something that I'm supposed to take from it. I know it's something that I'm supposed to learn from it. And I know this is gonna place me a little higher than, than where I was at because I've learned, because I've took different, I took different things from it and I'm, I'm taking the extra step. So um, I would tell young men and women, um, never give up, it's your dream. You know, it's your dream, you hold the key to that. You the only one that see it. You know every day, you know, the amount of passion that you have behind accomplishing, accomplishing it. You know what it takes to get there. So go for it. Don't allow people to tell you you can't do it or no, that's impossible. You know, it's Black History Month. Um, a lot of a lot of people thought a lot of things couldn't been invented, a lot of things couldn't happen. But when we look back at our history, um, it, it, it's a big impact. So, you know, we as people, we can really accomplish anything that we set our mind to and they can do the same. Hey, I love that. I love how you put that, especially when it comes to other people casting their fears upon your plans. Um, and, mm-hmm. and knowing that if you do got a dream, you got to go for it. I always say do it scared, you know? Sometimes we're so fearful of, of doing these things. And, and when it comes to our youth, you know, if they ain't got nobody there to push them and if they got these these other people in their ear, you know, giving them that advice where, oh, you shouldn't do this and I think you should do that. And, you know, I've seen where parents try to live their dreams through their children and the children are doing things that they don't really want to do. And it's like, well, what about them? What do they want to do? 
I mean, forcing them to go play sports and do certain stuff because the parent wants them to do it. You know, it, it's like it starts with our families too, the household. It starts yeah. with those individuals asking the children, hey, what do you want to do? What do you want to be in life? I ask my girls all the time. And I was like, what do you want to do? What do you want to be when you grow up? Instead of living my life through them and because I didn't do certain stuff as a little girl, you know, I can't do that because that's not who they are. I got to make sure I can be able to let them be who they are and do what they like to do. If they like to dance or you want to go cheerlead, okay, cool. We finna go cheerleading then, you know? And so I think yeah. that that's some good that's some good advice when it comes to our men and women. You know, if you got some goals and you want to do it, just go ahead and do it. You know, sometimes I, I, I learn to stop asking for opinions because when we out there asking for opinions, you're going to get all kinds of opinions. And then you may start second guessing what you want to do now, you know, based off of somebody else. So I really love how you describe that. Hey, just go for it. Go for your dreams and just know that everything may not always work out. You know, thinking about you being that football player and you see the NFL and yet here you are in the military, you know, plans change, but you know you turn those negative things and things that didn't align right then and there and you turn it into something positive as a lesson you know hey maybe it was just one my time to do that maybe maybe the most high my god had me doing something else in life and here i am and so i love how you describe that and when it comes to you know the organization what are some goals y'all got for 2021 right now for the community um so so right now we're with the organization, um, we're, we're just, out, we're, we're planning. Our plan is to just get out there every month. Um, this month we're having, you know, uh, Valentine raffles and the money donated uh, for those, for the Valentine basket. We, we definitely go give back to um, to the community. So we're just trying to get out there every month, feed the homeless and, uh, just try to bring awareness and, and show the people that you know presidential foundation is is here we actually we're planning to have i think around around august time frame we want to have like a big um a big event where we have the vendors and we have you know just people come out we have things for the kids and we have you know if you got a small business if if you're a speaker just just whatever you do we just want to hold hold some type of event and then just have everybody come out and we just fellowship and um and just show love to one another show love to the black owned businesses and you know just just give back just fellowship so um Again, every every month, I think we're we're trying to do something. We having different fundraisers, and um, the big in state is the event um, in August, and then the event in December. We're gonna have our gala again. So, okay. um, we we definitely trying to uh, gain sponsors, get sponsors, just just uh, get people to donate, even if they don't donate. You know, just just speak upon presidential, just acknowledge. Okay. Know what we're trying to do. Okay. Uh, in the awesome. Thank you. So we got our goals for 2021. You know, upcoming event when it comes to the raffles for that Valentine Day basket. I'm gonna have to go in there and give me a raffle. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Get a raffle. Yeah, yeah. And um, so with the basket, is that gonna be like locally or is? Uh, I know. I think I seen on a post you said you had to be there in person. 
So can we still just like contribute? Although even if we don't win the basket, we can still do it online. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely, uh, you can definitely donate. Um, you can donate Cash App or PayPal. If you do win the basket, then then it's in the mail. You know, it's, it's okay. to you. You know, so. All right, cool. I got that. So I want to thank you for sharing your goals and stuff. So, you know, for our listeners, where can our listeners go to donate to you? And, you know, how can they stay connected uh, on the updates and getting involved with your organization? Okay. Um, for those of you listening, so we have a cash app. It's a dollar sign presidential uplift. You know, you can donate there and then you also have you can donate paypal um if you look up presidential uplift on paypal um you can donate there Uh, we have a facebook page um at presidential foundation on facebook and you know we we post a lot of things on that page so yeah um just if you respond if you have people if you want to you know get involved if you want to donate you know you can hit that link reach out to us on Facebook and definitely we'll respond you know um, our goal is to make this national worldwide you know um, just hey if we have some people that want to you know want to do certain type of events on, on behalf of presidential foundation as long as it within the means of you know doing good positive representation hey I'm, I'm all with it so definitely that's how you can reach out to us and and speak to me and speak to you know my secretary that runs everything awesome so they got a way to connect with you through facebook we got the presidential foundation you got the cash app there your paypal um, foundation or the paypal information as i would say and i'm gonna post that too inside of the information of this podcast today and you've already you know pretty much told people how they can also give back where you don't even have to make those monetary donations right um just either giving back through doing certain events through presidential foundation um so they're able to actually donate to you as well whether it's like clothing or supplies or whatever that is right Yes, definitely. So I was just wondering, just in case, you know, they can also make those donations to you. And locally, your location is in South Carolina? Yeah, no, well, my my local location is uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina. Carolina. Okay, but y'all do events within those areas, though, right there. Okay. Yes, so we do events in South Carolina. North Carolina and uh, actually Virginia okay. as All well. Right. Oh, Virginia, ABA, I'm going to be there soon. All right. Yes. <laughs> you know what, Terrell, I want to thank you much for joining me. Um, I really appreciate you actually taking this opportunity because one thing I always found important was for us to give back, especially if we can. You know, when we've been blessed throughout our lives and, you know, we've overcome those obstacles and we are now thriving and we're able to give back. I think it's so important to just give back, you know, reaching back. And this is what we start to talk about. I don't believe that it's lonely at the top and I don't believe that I'm self-made. You know what I'm saying? It takes a team. It takes a group of people. Yes. So we got to make sure that we're acknowledging our team, you know, just like your organization. You got a team of people that's hoping you make this happen so of course we know you ain't self-made we we know you you got that team backing you up and then of course we know it ain't lonely at the top because we're reaching back you know what i'm saying like you got to reach back and pull some people up there with you 
Yes. Like that's that's the ultimate idea um, is to get those individuals go back and reach out into those communities where we know we can make that impact and make that change. And I'm so thankful for your organization. And I wish you nothing but the best when it comes to those future endeavors and your 2021 goals with giving back to the community. And this is a nonprofit organization, so that makes it even more the best right there. Nonprofit, it ain't like y'all out here like scourging for money and doing it for money. No, you're doing it for a greater purpose. And that's to take care. Yes, that's to take care of your people. And so I admire that about you and I appreciate that. My brother in arms, okay, also frat brother, you know what I'm saying? Giving back to the community, you know, and, and living your life purpose and making sure that we're taking care of our youth and those men and women out there that's going to be dependent on you. So I thank you for your time. And um, again, y'all can head over to Presidential Foundation on Facebook and follow his page um, there. Yes, there you can find his information on ways to donate and um, get involved with our organization. And until next time, brother, I will be uh, in contact with you and I'll be uh, on the lookout for some of your events when it comes to your organization. All right, you're welcome. I appreciate you. All right, have a blessed day. Peace. Yeah, you too.